Hey love, welcome to the Selfish Babe Podcast, aka Selfish Talk, hosted by me, Olenike O.C. Selfish Babe is a personal development and women's lifestyle brand dedicated to women learning how to selfishly and authentically love themselves. On this podcast, expect to have your mind expanded, curse words said, and to gain a new perspective about who the fuck you are. Let's get into it. The Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast is sponsored by my company, Goddess Detox. Goddess Detox is a holistic wellness company dedicated to providing women with self-love inspired products to physically, spiritually, and emotionally detox. If you are a woman wanting to detox her ex, detox negative emotions, as well as to get more in tune with yourself and your vagina, check out our Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, as well as our Queen's Theme and Queen's Throne Combo, which is the in-home vaginal steam set for your convenience. You can find out more information on our products at goddessdetox.org, as well as follow at goddessdetox on Instagram. Tell them Olenike Osi sent you. Hey, beautiful Selfish Babe. Today's Selfish Talk is called, I don't got no coin, sis. How can I love myself with beautiful Tierra Goes Green? From Tierra Goes Green is a holistic practitioner. She is a wellness advocate, as well as the owner of a health and beauty company called Tierra Goes Green. You can find her on Instagram at Tierra Goes Green. That is T-I-E-R-R-A. G-O-E-S-G-R-E-E-N. And in this beautiful episode, we're going to be talking about what you can do to incorporate some self-love and self-care on the daily, even if you do not have those coins. Now let's get into it. Hey, beautiful Selfish Babe. It is your girl, Olenike Elsie, back with another Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. And today I have a special, special guest. Her name is Tierra of Tierra Goes Green. And we're going to be talking about how do you love yourself when your finances just ain't looking right, right? When you maybe have to leave your house in the next 15 days. And so, Tierra, I want you to say hello to the Selfish Babe listening. Hello, Selfish Babes. Welcome, everybody, and thank you so much for having me. I'm mm-hmm. honored to be a part of this and to be a part of the Selfish Babe community. No problem. <laughs> and now tell us, Selfish Babe, a little bit about yourself. So I am Tiara. I have a healthy lifestyle practice, so I definitely help people guide to a healthier version of themselves. And through that Tierra Goes Green program, I have products which are all handmade. I have awesome supplements that are all nature's finest. And yeah, that is pretty much what I do now. <laughs> if you were able to choose one of your favorite products from your line, what would it be? It would be the sauce. I have a temple treat sauce because your body is your temple. Okay. And it's a nice body oil that can be a lock oil. It can be a body oil. It can just be a nice fragrance. So that would definitely be my number one go-to. That and my ultra hydrating facial moisturizer called Face Flavor because I can't live without it. <laughs> like, I like a nice dewy glow at yeah. all times. And it just really, really, really sits on your face very well and just makes you feel like the ultralight beam that you're supposed to be. <laughs> now, Selfish Baby, you know when I bring on a guest that I usually love when they talk about like a past traumatic experience or obstacle that they may have faced in their life and then have gotten through or moved through and how that has brought them closer to self-love. And so, Tierra, I want to ask you, and we may not name it trauma just because of your own personal beliefs of trauma, but what are some things you may have experienced in the past that has brought you closer to self-love? Definitely. I come from a space of... um a broken family. My mother and father divorced when I was 12. 
Mm -hmm. um, through that divorce, as it actually ended, my father ended up breaking into the house and beating up my mother and raping her really, really bad. So she was hanging on to life for a while. My younger brother and myself, we were away at our grandmother's house for the summer. So that happened when you guys were out, out the house at the time. Yeah, we weren't there. We weren't in town because they were going through the divorce and they just really didn't want us around. So we needed a break and just for them to really resolve ties and things like that. So it was just my brother and myself at the time. And my mother sent, well, my parents, they sent us up to my grandmother's house, which was like four hours away in Michigan. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, originally. Mm -hmm. And um, upon arrival back is when we realized that all of that stuff was going on and everything was happening. So within any type of family trauma, that is when all the secrets come out. You know, like that's when everybody starts talking and, you know, anytime it's a heightened emotional event in your family space. So that's when I found out that the man that I have known as my father was not my biological father. Yeah. And um, who my actual biological father was, who's kind of been around the entire time and they lied to me Mm. the entire time. Mm. Um, And then my mother got remarried by pretty much the end of the summer. So all of this was in a process of three months. Yeah. I have a question. Um, when you found out who your biological father was or just that information, like how was that? Like, how did that make you feel? How did you process that? Like, how was all of that? I got angry, you know, like I got angry because of the simple fact of the man that I've known to be my daddy, you know, like, and still to this day, like he's still my daddy, regardless of whatever, that's my dad. Mm-hmm. And um it pissed me off, you know, like it definitely pissed me off in a state of rage with my entire family, because why are everybody lying? Everybody know, everybody knew this and nobody expressed that to me, not saying, you know, I was 12. So maybe it just was development and maybe it just was timing, whatever people's reasons were, but this man was still in my life. They told him or they masked it as he was, you know, one of my mother's high school friends. Yeah. Um, Um, So reflecting when that came out of who exactly it was, I'm reflecting on old conversations that I heard with my mother having on the telephone Mm -hmm. um, with some of her girlfriends, with people coming up saying, oh my gosh, she looks just like her father. You know, like- They know who the father is. They knew who my father was the entire time. So just, you know, all of that stuff started clicking. Like what? You know, like, and then I looked at my mother differently after that as well. Like you're a dishonest person. And with dishonest people, maybe dishonesty, you know, maybe things- are supposed to happen to dishonest people. Maybe this is something that, you know, you had to go through based off of what you were taught, just based off of social conditioning. Yeah. You know, not seeing the magnitude, but being 12, you just don't know the severity of the things that are going on. You know, things are really messed up, but you really don't know seriously, you know, especially I lived a very sheltered childhood. It was great. Like bicycles and porch lights and backyard, front yard and red light, green light, you know, like, so all of this is coming down to all of this adult stuff that I had no idea about. Hmm. And then now, uh, would you be able to share what you were sharing with me in terms of from 12 to 17 and like, I guess, uh, your sexual journey? Definitely. So I lost my virginity at the age of 12. And that was after my father left the house. I can't exactly say when. Hmm. Um, I don't really remember, but it was definitely voluntary. I grabbed one of my friends and said, hey, so this is going to have to get done sooner or later. Yeah. Come on. You know, like, come on. That was my whole <laughs> yeah. outlook on sex and um, 
what I was about to engage in. So I use sex now looking back at the age of 35 and 35, I use sex to be able to fill those voids. So Mm -hmm. sex was my outlook. I wasn't, I mean, my outlet, I wasn't a huge crier. I didn't understand trauma. I didn't think that anything, I was like, that's their business. That has nothing to do with me. I'm I, it sucks my mom is sad and it sucks that, you know, she's feeling and looking the way that she's looking, but I didn't know how to relate to her in that mm-hmm. aspect outside of just being helpful, yeah. you know, like, so with me, I know that that's a still a subconscious thing is I'm overly helpful. Oh my gosh. I'm still overly helpful to this day um, with just people and just trying to make lives easier. Yeah. So I know that's one of the main ingredients to what Tierra Goes Green is founded in is just my authentic nature and just trying to be helpful and just trying to make a difference in someone's life on a regular basis. So there was a lot of promiscuity between the ages of 12, especially when I had my first orgasm at 14. Yeah. After I had that. (laughs) After I had that, it was like, Oh, okay. You, you, you line up. I'll see you Tuesday. I'll see you Thursday. We're going to go to break. I'll see you Saturday and then run it back. You know, like (laughs) I definitely um, became very promiscuous. My very first abortion at the age of 14. Yeah. Um, had another one at 16. Yeah. Um, and by the time I got to 17, I was completely done and tired and bored with men in real dick. So yeah. then I started playing with men the and real dick. <laughs> and real dick. <laughs> we ain't gonna give up the dick, but I didn't need the real pussy. Yeah. <laughs> During that time and in the times when um you got pregnant and you had your abortions, and we're gonna have a whole episode on abortion separately, because I'm glad you brought that up because I want it to be talked about more often. Um, was there like a lot of tension between you and your mom? Or were these like not said? Like she didn't know that you were pregnant or you know. Oh God, there was so much tension. Okay. So I'm the eldest at this Mm -hmm. time. It was just me and my younger brother and it's a boy girl situation. So I was basically an only child. It's an eight year difference between um, myself and my younger brother. During that time, it was a lot of tension because of the simple fact I no longer got the attention that I am used to getting. Mm -hmm. So I'm not getting the attention from my mother. And now my father is gone and locked up in jail. Mm -hmm. And now the attention that I'm used to getting, she's now giving to her new husband yeah. and building a brand new life with that. I lost my damn identity completely. Yeah. Anytime that I know that that's like an old folktale is saying, like when the father leaves a home, it, the child struggles with an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. And I am a firm believer that that is definitely one thing that I was experiencing throughout that time is I completely lost my identity. I didn't know who I was or what I was. And once again, you don't know these things until you arrive to a certain age or maturation process where you're able to reflect back and see those things. So throughout that time, I was suicidal. I was in counseling. I was, um, they had me on all sorts of pharmaceuticals. Mind you, I started my period at the age of eight. So I've been built like a stripper since I was 11. (laughs) So experiencing all of that, all of the peers and all of the social qualms that come with all of this and also understanding, you know, the energy that I admit now is I was very highly intuitive, but what's the point of being highly intuitive when you feel like you have no voice? Yeah, And nobody hears you or nobody wants to hear you or nobody even wants to acknowledge that you're speaking truth about things that you have no idea about. And nobody recognizing that at the end of the day either, even Mm -hmm. four or five years later, once they realize you were right. 
Yeah. And what she's talking about, guys, is like spiritual abilities, you know, the cultivation of that and being able to, you know, you're born with spiritual abilities, but not understanding how maybe to use them. Or like she said, speaking truths that may not come to pass four to five years later and they can look back and be like, oh, Tierra told me this. And now, you know, to, oh, she was right, you know. So during the, that time and to where you're at now, what did you do to, I said, get back to yourself, you know, to really focus on yourself? I really stopped listening to people, mm. you know, like I stopped listening to people and tuned a lot more into those spiritual abilities. And at the age of, you know, in my preteens and young adulthood, I didn't have that word yet. There yeah. was no language. Yeah. So I stopped listening to people and started tuning into myself and understanding myself in a whole nother aspect because the language that I was hearing from other people, from peers, from um, my friend's parents, from yeah. the guidance counselors, from even, you know, my psychiatrist and mm-hmm. all of the people that you're supposed to trust in those aspects, I did not trust them. Mm-hmm. I didn't relate to them and I did not feel comforted by any of them. Where I did feel the comfort and the solace was through sex, you know, like was through that intimacy and understanding now how to use that level of intimacy in order to truly serve you as opposed to do a disservice from you. You know, like it was keeping me safe. It was allowing me to release. It was giving me a space of escapism you know, like, and I don't regret any of it. Like Mm -hmm. definitely don't regret any of it because all of it was very transformative and transmute. It was a complete transformation with Mm -hmm. every single lover that I've ever had, you know, like, so it was definitely different steps that I was supposed to take in order to become this self-actualized woman that I am now. And I'm grateful to each one of them that allowed me to feed on their energy, on their intimate energy in order to become everything that I am supposed to be as I'm here on this planet. Okay, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So now I want to switch gears and I want to talk about what we were talking about earlier. And that was, you know, figuring out ways to love yourself when, you know, your finances may not be looking the best. And before we get into that, I did want to ask you, was there a time where you felt like your finances may wasn't the best, but you still found different ways to love yourself. Absolutely. I've always gone to nature in order to give me everything that I was unable to. So even in my weakest moment, I remember going through a breakup and it was one of the most, oh my gosh, I felt like I was going to die without this person. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The air was gone and I am suffocating without this human in my life anymore. How else can I continue? I remember going and I was trying to get fit and just trying to um, shapeshift the energy and I went and hugged a tree. Yeah. I don't know why. I have no idea why I stopped running and I hugged that tree and I was like in the middle of a personal training session and mm-hmm. I ended up hugging the tree and I was like, Hey, something major just happened between me and this tree. You know, like something major just happened. Now understanding and looking back, that tree was actually giving me very intuitive wisdom. It was giving me downloads. That tree has experienced so many different things. So anytime I'm using something where I'm feeling low, whether it's financial, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, no matter where it is, if I'm at a lower space with inside of myself, because you're not supposed to be strong all the time. That's like basically impossible. And that's definitely not with the laws of nature. Yeah. You know, like, so I always go to nature you know, like always go to nature because nature has been here a lot longer than we have. It has Mm -hmm. experienced far more than we have. 
Um, and it, it has grown into so many different aspects. So we have no idea what nature's journey is. So mm-hmm. in that moment, there's my home is adorned with plants. You know, mm-hmm. I'll go and buy myself some beautiful flowers. I'll go to get me a beautiful, precious stone or some salt, or I always go to nature in order to transform whatever it is in, in order to really feel a lot better and more empowered. So something as simple as a green juice, yeah. you know, like if you don't feel if you're feeling like shit that day, okay, well, you're already feeling like shit. Why not go ahead and just drink something that already just tastes like shit? It never tastes better. It's not delicious. It's never delicious, but you're already feeling low. So why not try to combat that and download some ancient information? It's not, you know, the fact that you're drinking green juice for nutrition, you're doing it for its strength. Mm. So that's one area that I go to. A little bit more of the green juice and its strength and why it even has strength. I didn't hear you. One more time. Um, would you be able to describe that a little bit more? The green juice and its strength and why it even has strength. Definitely, because plants absorb solar radiation 10 times better than we do. Mm-hmm. So when we absorb that, just like we truly are, it's not you are what you eat. You eat what you are. Mm-hmm. So if you are out here eating chemicalized chemistry experiments called donuts, called sandwiches, it's chemistry yeah. as opposed to nature. You know, nature is in its truest, most rawest form. So yeah. I always go to nature in that aspect with the leafy greens or, you know, green juice or anything like that, especially if I'm feeling low or if I need a lot more power because it's not just a beverage. It's not just food. It's coding. It's yeah. ancient information. So if our personal foundation is shaky, everything that is built upon it is at risk. You know, like, so I'm a firm believer in that. So this is especially true when it comes down to relationships and those relationships that you're forming with inside of yourself, because reality is many of us use those relationships to fill those voids with inside of us. Mm -hmm. So that first relationship starts with yourself. Yeah. So if you don't have the willpower or the discipline or, you know, the strength just to swallow something that's stronger than you, Yeah. (laughs) you know, like you're not giving yourself a fair chance, you know, like the ability to feel happiness for others as they actually experience their own happiness, you know? So now when it comes to like self-love and finances, um, do you believe that it's hard to still love yourself when your finances are not looking right? I don't believe that it's hard to love yourself. I believe that it definitely poses complications because when you're on shaky ground or shaky foundation, that's when your ego is activated. That is when insecurity is activated or Mm -hmm. victimization is activated. And that type of mentality that will win the day. Yeah. You know, like that will definitely win the day if you're not presently aware of what type of energetic forces that you're dealing with. So once again, the easiest things and the very most inexpensive things it is that you can do to retreat to in order to serve you as opposed to do yourself a disservice is retreat to nature. Trees don't cost anything. Walk yeah. outside barefoot, go and run yourself a bath and put some salt, sea salt in it. You can get sea salt from Dollar Tree. You know, like, so even being um, financially strapped, because finances are an energy. What do you do? You know, like when your livelihood is at stake or when you don't know where to go and nobody is supporting you and you feel completely alone and isolated. I definitely can understand that mindset as a whole, because I was plant-based before plant-based was popular. I was plant-based over 12 years ago. 
Yeah. That wasn't popular. There was no social media and people talking about this. I got teased. I got, you know, completely shunned. I got outcasted. I got made fun of all the time yeah. because I'm just doing something completely different. It's the same way if you're the broke friend. It's the same way if you're the friend that's always asking, well, how much does that cost? It's the yeah. same way for not just having your shit together in mm-hmm. that aspect. And once again, it's very hard to not go into that space of victimization. Like, yeah. well, I would be better if my boyfriend didn't do such and such and such or my bank account got completely robbed. I moved to Atlanta with less than $350 to my name. My ex cleared out my entire bank account mm. and the repo man was looking for me. Yeah. Had I not believed in myself, because like I said, $350, I'm used to always making six figures plus, you know, yeah. like six figures is easy for me, $350. I knew no matter what it is that I can do, I believed in myself to where I had no idea, yeah. but I know I could be doing better than what I'm doing right now. Let me go ahead and shape shift my environment. How can you grow if you're still in the same type of fertilizer? Pause. What, define shape shift. Shape shift. Shape shift is changing your reality. Mm-hmm. It is changing the way that you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. It is diving into those dark moments that you have with inside of yourself. It's not anybody else. It's nobody else. You came here on this planet 100% by yourself, unless you're with a twin. And even yeah. still, you <laughs> came by yourself as your you know, sibling came by themselves. You still had to go through that process by yourself. So when you're able to look at it all as just processes yeah. of aloneness and rite of passages, yeah. then you're able to shape shift your entire envi- your entire environment and that is literally creating the life that you want to live and sometimes people are addicted to their lower vibration yeah they are addicted to feeling bad yeah you know like they are addicted to blame yeah they are addicted to insecurity yeah you know like it is true that people are addicted. I believe that there's no hierarchy. It's just contrast. Mm. Just as much light as there is dark. Yeah. And it's high time that it's okay if you don't just live light and love and joy and bliss and pleasure. That is perfectly fine. You serve a purpose as well. Yeah. You know, like those dark energetic forces definitely create the balance. I mm-hmm. couldn't just be out here on all things on Tierra's ultra light beam. Yeah. I would completely just disintegrate off the planet, you know, like mm-hmm. there's a nice healthy balance between my light and my dark. Yeah. I'm twisted. I am jacked up in the head. I don't make sense a lot of the times and I'm not trying to. Yeah. What I am trying to do is embrace every layer and every aspect of who I am by learning them. There's so many different means on the inside. Yeah. There's so many different means that are to come. Yeah. Who am I to sit here and define and say, oh yeah, so I'm vegan, I am plant-based, I'm all things black girl magic. No, <laughs> that may change next month. Exactly. That may change, you know, within a year or two. Yeah. I have no idea, but I believe in one quantum physics. I believe in the laws of attraction and yeah. I definitely believe in balance. Yeah. So those are the governing forces that run my entire life. And I find myself when I retreat to those spaces yeah I was gonna ask you now go back when you were talking about you moved to Atlanta with three less than $350 to your name definitely moved to Atlanta with less than $350 to my name I am a retired makeup artist so Mm -hmm. I was about to um, get a job at Mac in Lenox Mall so I knew that job was coming up but like I said I was going through an ended relationship that ended just absolutely horrible once again they cleared my entire bank account I had absolutely nothing so the biological 
lived in Atlanta, Georgia. So he had connections. So, okay, got me a job down here, but it wasn't going to start for the next couple of weeks. I, when you said the biological, who were you talking about? The biological father. Okay. There's three of them now. Okay. (laughs) There's three whole male aspects of my life. So the biological is referred to the biological father. We have the same face. We go out and kick it together. He is an awesome, awesome human, but that's not my daddy. You know, like I still have my daddy. So $350 to my name came to Atlanta. Something as simple as I went across the street and I said, hey, it's probably like three o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, I need a drink. I just did something that people do not do. Nobody in my family moves. Nobody, you know, finishes college. Nobody uh, goes outside of themselves. Everybody just stays in Ohio and gets a state job and buys a brand new car sometimes and stays in very redundant, non-serving relationships that are very, very, very abusive and completely dysfunctional that is what I know that is something that runs in my family Mm -hmm. so I have already shape-shifted let me stop saying shape-shifted I have already changed the trajectory of all of that within my family and that's just by um killing those types of generational yeah curses yeah curses yeah by saying no this will not be my life I will not become an unwed baby mother by the time I'm 22 Mm-hmm. that's something that runs in my family if we're looking at things that run in our family it's not high blood pressure it's baby mama epidemic yeah <laughs> so I knew I was completely different from that and that was one of the reasons why I was like hey let me just stop taking real dick I'm gonna just stop taking real dick because <laughs> if I keep taking real dick I'm gonna end up like the rest of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense yeah so I moved to Atlanta $350 and I went across the street to the motel that I was staying in I was staying yeah. in a motel and it was like $140. So out of that $350, $140 of it is gone. Mm-hmm. And then I don't start my job for another three weeks. Wow. But I knew I had to get out of Ohio right then and there. And I wasn't running from anything. It was just that intuitive nature that was just like, go now. Yeah. Went across the street. It just so happened to be a strip club. Yeah. I knew that I could get an adult beverage. So I'm like, it's three o'clock. I probably pay like $6 for a drink. Let me just go ahead and just take the edge off. I can walk over and walk back. I ended up doing because I told a young lady in there I said sweetheart like your lash is really bothering me and I could fix it for you because I am a makeup artist and I'm about to start my job at Mac and she was like girl if you want to go and get your kit and you can do my whole face yeah I did her whole face she paid me other dancers came in saw me they were excited like oh we got a makeup artist now yay how much you cost and I'm like well you know like you can give me $30. And they're like, oh, so they were like tipping me like $60. Here you wow. go. Here you go. I left out of there with over $650 that night. Wow. That's amazing. Just <laughs> by making an action. I had no idea. You yeah. Know, like, what? So that's one of those areas where even when you are financially strapped and even when you do not know what you can do or what you're capable of, just something as simple as being polite yeah. and being truthful. Yeah. is enough in order to change your entire world mm-hmm. you know like and that kept me a job not only in the in the strip clubs of Atlanta because yeah. then you know it's all word of mouth yeah then I actually started my real job 
Yeah. So I already started like a huge base of just amazing women where my gifts and my talents and my abilities were able to take me to a whole other levels. I've traveled all across the world just based off of that talent and that skill alone. You just have mm-hmm. to believe in yourself and actually say, hey, sweetheart, like your lash is bothering me and <laughs> I can help you. Hey, you don't you never know what type of doors that will open. That, that something is going on over here where other people... We'll look at you and not say anything the whole entire time, but you'll be being honest. So I like that. That's a good thing. Absolutely. And they're have- rooted in their own insecurities to where those insecurities and their own ego won't allow them to move forward. Mm. So you just have to move those things to the side, not saying you have to deny them or suppress them yeah. because they all are serving you in some way, shape or form. It's just about really placing them where they belong. Yeah. And I like that you talked about self-belief because, um, and I'm glad that you answered the question about, well, if I don't have a lot, a lot of money, can I still love myself? And yes, you can. I'm glad that you said that because I don't believe that, I mean, self-love can still be challenging. I think self-love can be challenging just in general, whether or not you have money, but it's just like, that shouldn't stop you from doing things that's going to better you. That shouldn't stop you from investing in yourself. And you talked about self-love, I mean, self-belief, which is free to have, but mm-hmm. For the selfish babe listening that may be going through a financial struggle and, you know, she's like, okay, I'm going to go to nature. I'm going to do these things that Tara has told me to do. Now, how did you cultivate your own personal self-belief? I had to stop lying to myself. That is 100%. I was a definitely pathological liar. Mm. I've lied to myself about careers, about relationships, about organizations, about beliefs that I have within myself, about Mm. looks, appearances. You have to, the first step is be honest, Mm. you know, like, and we're in a society that perpetuates nothing but lies. We're in a society that truly cultivates that, but that's fine. That's fine that that is where we are. We can jump on a plane where none of this exists right now. That's still a whole nother choice that we are choosing to participate in right now. So when you don't have so much of what you actually want, that means that you lied to yourself. Hmm. So when you're operating in a space of lack in that Hmm. aspect, you've lied to yourself in some way, shape or form. You weren't present enough with yourself in order to know yourself. Hmm. You know, like, so you thought the big picture was all that mattered. And you ignored all of the details, you know, like, and as we've seen, the lower vibrations is most definitely in all of the details. You have to align yourself with all of those things. So all of our breakdowns and all of those, you know, once again, lower vibrations are taking place in those details that nobody wants to acknowledge and prioritize. So you have to be honest with yourself and go there. Mm, I have a question. How would you define lower vibrations? Lower vibrations. We can say it's the devil. Yeah. We can say it's darkness. We can say it's our shadow. Mm -hmm. We can say it's uh, polarity. We can define it with all of these words in the English language. You can define it in any of those aspects. Most people will say, you know, we're in a Bible belt. It's the devil. No, it's a lower vibration. Or the devil, whatever it is that, you know, actually relates to you a lot more. But those lower vibrations, like I said, it's not a lower or higher or anything like that. It's just contrast. It's just contrast. And that's it. There's just just as much light as there is darkness. Understanding how to find that harmony within the contrast. Mm, I like that. All right. So for the, for the selfish babe that is going through a financial struggle, self-belief, 
you talked about being honest with yourself and you talked about your number one thing was going into nature. Is there any other thing that you would say to the selfish babe that may be going through a financial struggle and at the same time is making sure that she wants to make sure that she loves herself? Understanding harmony, you know, like we spoke on balance, but harmony is a whole nother algorithm. Yeah. You know, something as simple as the birds chirping is a way that you can tune into yourself. Something Mm -hmm. as simple as music, you Mm -hmm. know, that is able to take you to another part of your life that you've already experienced or you have yet to experience. That's free. That takes nothing to tune into a completely different frequency in order to change a feeling or a moment that you're having with inside of your life. I think that when you are able to harmonize those things, that's just like turning on um, satellite radio as opposed to FM and AM radio. You know, like it turns into something mono as opposed to high definition, you know, like it's all just different vibratory frequencies that you are choosing to leave your station dialed on. Some people are stuck in their ways and, you know, somebody's Nana right now has a rotary phone because of the simple fact she refuses to update herself. Yeah. So I think we all can find that harmonizing update to where we understand that's what it was but that is no longer what it is. And that also what it is, is not what it can be. When you find a harmony, a healthy harmony, to be able to shift everything, to move everything, to project everything, Mm -hmm. to honor everything, to Mm -hmm. acknowledge everything. Mm -hmm. I believe that that is one of the main ways that you're able to really catapult your life in a completely different direction. Yeah. And I think you talked about that because one of my things is like, just because it is right, that may be your situation right now. That doesn't mean you're always going to be in that situation. So when Tierra is saying like tap, tapping into different frequencies and changing the vibration around you, that for me is a way of saying and acknowledging that just because I'm in this current situation right now, doesn't mean I'm always going to be in the situation, but that I actually have the power to change the situation. So that's something I always say because it's like, I've gone through struggles before where I've had to ask people. I don't really ask people for money ever. <laughs> I hate owing people money, but I've had to ask people for money and for them to help me. But at the same time, you know, maybe listening to a podcast, maybe doing a meditation, and under also understanding that just because I'm here right now doesn't mean I'm always going to be there. And I can wholeheartedly say, with true facts and promise, that that is very truthful. I'm being very honest with you, and I'm sure Tiara can say the same thing. Just like how she had moved from Ohio with less than $350 in her bank account. And then at the end of that day, well, how much did you make that night? That day? Six hundred and like seventy. Yeah. You know, and the fact that she moved, you know, from Ohio during that time, I think is very pivotal too, because you have a lot of things that are situations that may be happening in your life that actually, uh, change you but you may not understand why and so in that immediate instance you may be like oh my god this sucks it's so horrible but in all honesty that horrible situation can be transforming your life into the better because maybe you had to get up on out of there and that was the move so maybe that breakup was the move to help tiara get out of ohio into atlanta right it absolutely was and our lack of acceptance of ourselves is translated in the excessive rules that we put up with inside of ourselves or those protocols and those expectations that we put on others. Yeah. You know, like, so really just acknowledging what we're doing and understanding I am an avid chess player. I like playing chess. I, I like the precision. I like the movement. I like the rules and I love the structure. Mm-hmm. If you're able to just 
something that simple. Learn how to play chess. Yeah. Learn how to play a brand new game. You're able to see yourself as that queen, as the most powerful piece on the entire board. <laughs> you know, the king can't do much of anything, but that queen can murder everything. She's the most valuable piece. And these are ancient games, you know, like these are so dated. We have to get back in tune with just the ancient ways that life were actually structured before all of this that we actually see before us and just ground yourself in that aspect. That's why I say always go back to nature because it's able to give you and feed you with the information that we can't access as humans. I agree with that. And it's like, for me, it's about um, bringing the old to the new because the old teaches us so much or the indigenous teaching the teachers just so much. And so bringing that together, like even the fact when you were saying, okay, there's this game that I'm playing and it's chess, but I'm actually putting myself into this game. Like I'm the queen. I get to do all these moves. Like a lot of people may not think of something like that, like as something that can be a change agent in their life as simply as playing a game. So really like looking at stuff or in a different way, it's like, it's like changing your mindset. And you're like, oh, I can see myself here. And, and now I'm going to be changing. If I'm playing this game, I can like go here and here and I can get to here just like your life, you know? So I think that's a pretty cool example that you gave. So I want to say thank you so much, T. Era, for being on the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. This Selfish Babe movement, I am all for it. So once again, thank you, ladies and mm-hmm. everybody. And thank you for just creating this beautiful, safe space for people to just be transparent and authentic and real yeah. and able to just navigate their own lives into a completely different direction. So thank you for being a human GPS system. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, beautiful. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. If you feel like this episode has helped you in any way and you think that it could be impactful to a girl or a woman that you know, definitely send this episode to her. Also, make sure to download our Selfish Babe app to receive self-love inspirational messages throughout your day found in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You can also head over to our website, SelfishBabe.com to join the community, find out about our self love academy and to shop our apparel you can follow at selfish babes with an s on instagram or you can also follow me on instagram at olenigayoc i affirm that you have an amazing day i will connect with you on the next episode and i love you